The following is a podcast brought to you by the Faith Community at the Torch Clock Tower Plaza in Morgantown, Pennsylvania, and Pastor Brett Swales, and is dedicated to continuing the work of Jesus peaceably, simply, together. The love of Jesus filling every heart. Welcome to the Walking Jesus podcast, where we discuss practical, actionable steps for walking with Jesus in a Christian life without confusion, hassle, or stress. I'm your host, Pastor Brett, so let's get moving. Today's message is called Fear and Loathing in Unbelief. The scripture is Matthew 25, 25. It says, I was afraid, so I went off and hid your money in the ground. Look, here is what belongs to you. Okay, this is sometimes known as the story of the slothful servant. My purpose in reading it today is to share how we can overcome the fear of failure in our lives today. You know, if we had bad breath, a cable TV commercial subtly implies we won't be loved. If we don't have teeth as white as a Kleenex, we won't find love. And if we drive a certain car, then we will be loved. None of us is satisfied after this daily barrage of advertising. We are all somehow less. They think that all the fear that is in our media and in our advertising is the one place where we Americans are unique in all the world. We have more of this demeaning advertising coming at us than almost anywhere else. So I'm standing here today as an absolute failure. Yeah, I came across a list of things this week that I'm supposed to do, according to the media, but I fail regularly. For instance, experts say you should drink eight glasses of water a day. I don't do that. Dentists say you should brush your teeth after every meal and floss every day, and I don't always do that either. You should make your bed every morning and dust once a week and vacuum a couple times a week. Well, I've struck out there too. Doctors say the average adult should get no less than eight hours of sleep per night. I think I've averaged a lot less than that over a week. You're always supposed to do the speed limit and never get road rage, and I'm not even going to go there. All of us fail occasionally, don't we? It's not our desire or intent, but hey, it happens. Nobody wants to be known as a failure in life, but the truth is, failure is a universal Everybody experiences failure, and everybody experiences the fear of failure. In fact, just the fear of failure paralyzes millions of people. Thomas Edison said it like this. He said, Many of life's failures are people who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave up. This fear of failure is not new. It's been around, well, for ages. In fact, Jesus just told us a story about it 
in the beginning of this podcast in Matthew 25, Jesus wants us to know that when we refuse to take risks, we're refusing to live by faith. How do we conquer our fear of failure anyway? With drugs? With hypnosis? Or in buying more products? No one likes to talk about his or her failures. So how then can we overcome the fear and loathing of failure so that it does not paralyze us? So how can we ever find satisfaction in our lives? There are four things we need to understand if we are going to take risks that will honor God. The first way to conquer the fear of failure is discover that everyone fails. You are certainly not alone. The starting point to overcoming the fear of failure is to realize that this is indeed a universal experience. As I said, everybody fails. James is very specific about this. He says in James 3, verse 2, We all stumble in many ways. You know, nobody is perfect. We all blow it. You can't get away from that principle in Scripture. Great men of the Bible have failed. Abraham failed to believe that God would give him a son, so he slept with someone who wasn't his wife, and yet God didn't give up on him. Jacob, well, he was a thief, and God allowed him to bless the world through his children. Noah, Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord, survived the flood, but ended up getting drunk. Moses stuttered, and he was a murderer. David committed adultery with Bathsheba and then murdered her husband. Yet David became known as a man after God's heart. Everyone fails. I really like Romans 3, verse 23. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Everybody fails. They say you're a superstar in baseball if you only strike out 700 times out of a 1,000 at bat. They say if you're a professional basketball player, you're at the top of your game if you miss 50% of your shots. Have you lost a job this week? Have you been fired? Join a club. How many other people have been fired in life? Failure, as I said, is universal. That's why we all need God's grace. Failure is when you feel like your best just isn't good enough. That's how our advertising and some media hacks want us to think. Discover that everybody fails. But there's a second way to overcome the fear of failure. We also have to determine that failure is not final. Look at Proverbs 24, verse 16. For though a righteous man falls seven times, 
he rises again, but the wicked are brought down by calamity. Even good guys stumble. History is filled with the biographies of failures who got up and kept going. I am told that George Washington lost two-thirds of all the battles he fought during the American Revolution, but eventually won that war and became the first president of the United States. Napoleon himself graduated 42nd in a class of 43 students. Then he went on to conquer Europe. Failure doesn't have to be final. Brilliant. Billy Graham said that when he was asked to preach his first sermon, that he had four sermons prepared and was so nervous he preached all four of them in under ten minutes. Can you imagine if Billy Graham had said, you know, I'm just not cut out for all of this. I don't want to endure this kind of embarrassment again. The world would have missed one of the greatest preachers of all time. Failure doesn't have to be final. We need to learn to make the most of our mistakes. I'm told in the woods of Arkansas there is a man who worked both as a veterinarian and as the local taxidermist. A sign on his office door read, Either way, you get your dog back. So failure doesn't have to be final. In Galatians 6.9 we read, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at a proper time, We will reap a harvest if we do not give up. But that is not to imply we have to enjoy failure or that failure feels good. And you certainly don't want to get a Ph.D. in failure either. Failure hurts, but it is faith that moves us forward. Paul said of the Romans in Romans 8, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, according to his purpose. Does that include failure? It sure does. God can work even in our failures. One of the most well-known characters of the New Testament is a man named Simon. He knew all about failure. He failed when he went to walk on water. He failed when he refused to let Jesus wash his feet. He failed when he took out his sword and cut off the ear of his servant to the high priest. He failed to stand up for Jesus during the trial. He failed to stand with Jesus at the foot of the cross. When you read through the Gospels, it seems like Simon messes up almost everything he tries. But Jesus gave Simon the name Peter, which means rock. He offered forgiveness for all of Simon's failings. And then Peter went out and preached one of the greatest sermons in history, one where 3,000 people were saved. Just think of all the benefits to failure. For one thing, failure educates us. 
Thomas Edison said he had 10,000 failures before he learned how to work the light bulb. He said he didn't call it failing. He called it his education. I know 10,000 things that don't work, he said. There are some things in life that are only learned through failure. Failure isn't special either. Everybody does it. But to learn from failure is special. And smart people learn from their failures. Failure also develops our skills. How did you learn to ride a bike? Well, you fell down and you got back up. You learned to roller skate the same way. Failure is a stepping stone to success if you try new approaches. How many stories have you heard about people who failed in one area and felt that that motivated them to try something else? Maybe you know the name of Ray Kroc, who failed in real estate and decided to popularize a thing called McDonald's. Or how about Colonel Sanders, who failed at everything in his life until he was about 70? When you fail at something, maybe God is developing a skill that you didn't know you had. You see, God uses failure to direct us into new areas. Some of us have tried a ministry and we fail as if we failed, and so we just kind of washed our hands and walked away. That's not what God wants for us. He wants us to develop our skills. But you know, there's another benefit to failure. It also makes us less judgmental. Most people I know who fail tend to be more sympathetic. Without failure, it's easy to kind of look down our noses at those who fail. Jesus just said, the one who has been forgiven little, loves little. So if we want to conquer the fear of failure, we have to discover that everyone fails, determine that failure is not final, and discern the benefits of failure. And then we should decide to stop comparing ourselves to others. This is the root of a lot of true failure. This is why we can't get satisfaction. We live in a very competitive society. We've taken a competition overdose. Everybody competes with somebody else. Parents even compete with each other through their kids' sports competition or music competition or the clothes that their kids wear. And the competition goes on and on. Sometimes people even compete through the gifts that they buy. You see, success is just doing your best. Failure is not making an effort. When you compare yourselves with others, you set yourself up for the fear of failure. It's easy for me to do this in teaching a lesson. I can look at what God is doing through Billy Graham and think, I'll never measure up. I'll never impact people. I'll never have communication skills. I'll never be that creative. But Galatians 6.4 says, Each one should test his own actions. Then he can take pride in himself without comparing himself to somebody else. You see, 
If you want to conquer the fear of failure, you have to discover that everyone fails, determine that failure is not final, discern the benefits of failure, and decide to stop comparing yourself to others, and depend on the power of Jesus Christ. Conclusion. Where are you most afraid of failing? Are you afraid of a new job interview? Are you afraid you are not going to keep your job because of the economy? Are you afraid of failing in your marriage? Are you afraid of being single? Afraid of being a bad parent? What fear of failure is presently gripping your heart? You might have some spiritual failure. God wants to do so much in your life, but he won't if you don't allow him. You might be afraid of really committing your life to Jesus Christ. Maybe you're even thinking, if I go out and commit my life to Christ, I'll probably just blow it and fail. Guess what? You will. But your eternity doesn't depend on you. It depends on Jesus Christ. The only failure that is complete is when we fail to respond to God's love. Maybe you're afraid to commit to a ministry. You know, you can miss God's blessings in your life if you allow fear to control you. You can't play it safe and please God. So I'm going to encourage you to step out of your comfort zone today and trust God. Will you take some God-honoring risks this week? Would you say yes to him? Some of you have been thinking about this for a long time. Go on. Take the risk. Will you ask him to replace the fear of failure in your life with faith in him? Perhaps God is saying to you, I want you to start doing something you know you ought to be doing, but you've been afraid to do. Would you take the step of faith today and try saying, God, finally I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust you with my time and my relationships and my finances. Amen. This podcast was brought to you by the faith community at The Torch, Clock Tower Plaza, Morgantown, Pennsylvania, and me, Pastor Brett Swales and is dedicated to continuing the work of Jesus peacefully, simply, together. If you would like to add friends to our distribution list, please reply with an email and your name to me at brett.swales at gmail.com. That's B-R-E-T-T dot S-W-A-I-L-E-S at gmail.com. The love of Jesus filling every heart. Have a good day.